Good morning. Heartbroken families could finally get some answers when an inquest into the deaths at Sydney's New March House gets underway today. 19 residents died during a COVID outbreak at the nursing home two years ago. It's hoped the three-week inquiry will give families closure and prevent another deadly outbreak. It comes as on-the-ground Defence Force support is extended until the end of September. It will help with the latest wave of the virus, which is affecting a third of the nation's aged care homes. An army of student nurses and midwives has been called up to help share the workload at Victoria's hospitals. The government's investing $59 million to create 1,100 undergraduate positions at public hospitals across the state. It was very successful in its early stages some years ago. It was then cut by the previous government. We then reinstated it uh, and it's built gradually. But the Premier admits it's no quick fix as the state edges closer to its winter COVID peak. Thousands of students returned to classrooms in South Australia today amid calls for better protection from the virus. With hundreds of teachers already sidelined due to illness, experts warn there could be a surge in cases once the new term gets underway. Years 3 to 12 students are being urged to mask up, but it's not mandated. The National Incident Centre has been activated after monkeypox was declared a global health emergency. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Taylor. This is the second time in as many years the government's had to do this. Yeah, that's right, Jody. Good morning. First, a once-in-a-century pandemic, and now a new threat has emerged. The World Health Organisation declaring the growing monkeypox outbreak a global emergency, a declaration that has only happened for six previous health concerns, including COVID, Zika virus and Ebola. The declaration coming as 16,000 cases were recorded of mon- monkeypox in 75 countries. So far, Australia's had only... 41 confirmed and probable cases, but no deaths recorded. The Department of Health deciding to activate the National Incident Centre in response to this escalating health concern in order to coordinate a national response, including sourcing treatments and vaccines. The government wanting to make sure they're not caught out unprepared following the rapid spread of COVID-19 we saw two years ago. Jody. Okay, Taylor, thank you. Authorities have issued a stern safety warning after three people, including a 10-year-old boy, were killed in a ferocious house fire in Sydney's southwest. While the cause of the blaze is under investigation, firefighters say there were no smoke alarms installed at the Hinchinbrook property. It takes the state's house fire death toll to 13 this year. That's nine more than the entire winter season last year. The federal construction watchdog's powers will be wound back tomorrow after Labor vowed to abolish the Australian Building and Construction Commission at the last election. The Workplace Relations Minister says its powers will be paired back to the bare legal minimum as a down payment on that commitment. Tony Burke has described some of its rules as ridiculous, arguing the Commission has been wasteful in pursuing cases against unions. Queensland's cattle industry could take a $1.1 billion hit if foot and mouth disease made its way into the country. That's according to a new report outlining the catastrophic impact the arrival of the virus would have on the state's economy, including the loss of almost 34,000 jobs. If foot and mouth disease is detected in Australia, all beef exports would be immediately suspended and it would likely result in large-scale culling of cattle. 
As of today, thousands of people banned from giving blood in Australia will be able to roll up their sleeves for the first time. Anyone who lived in the UK during the mad cow disease outbreak of the 80s and 90s was previously deemed ineligible, but the TGA has changed the rules. It could mean millions more life-saving donations for people in need and it could pave the way for other blood bans to be lifted. A quick check of sport now. Swimming power couple Cody Simpson and Emma McKeon have opened up about their relationship in their first joint interview on Seven Spotlight. Cody admitted it took him a year to approach Emma after realising he had a crush on her. Because, Cody, I won't lie, I'm getting some, you know, settled down vibes from you. <laughs> settled down vibes. <laughs> I feel pretty settled right now, to be honest. Yeah. Um, no, we got a good thing. We got a good thing going, and it's peaceful, which I think is yeah. important. A loved-up pair are in Birmingham for the Commonwealth Games, which you can watch live and free on Seven from Friday. With their AFL finals, hopes hanging by a thread, St Kilda pulled off a hard-fought 28-point win against West Coast at Optus Stadium to sit just outside the top eight. Dan Butler kicking a career-high five-goal haul. And a handful for Butler. It wasn't pretty, but they get the win. The 90-62 win ending the Saints' 12-year losing streak in the West. Checking Monday's weather now, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 22 degrees. Partly cloudy and 18 in Sydney, partly cloudy 15 in Canberra. Showers developing, heading for 16 in Melbourne. Hobart, partly cloudy, 16 degrees. Adelaide, showers and 15. Perth, partly cloudy, heading for 19. And Darwin, sunny and 31 degrees today.